Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. The debut of Owen Tippett, win edition of Flyers Daily. Sebastian Ajo knocked it off his kick. He's in front. They score! Konechny feeds over to Hayes, and Kevin Hayes puts it in. His third goal in four games. After he had gone 10 without one, the Flyers have tied the score at one. York backs off, gives it a Tibbet. Left side took a shot up high. That was batted down in front. The loose puck. Hayes shoots. He scores! The power play goal is the second of the period for Kevin Hayes. Number seven of the year, and Owen Tippett should have his first point as a flyer. It's two to one. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers edition for Monday, March 21st, as the Flyers coming off a win over the New York Islanders. It was matinee hockey yesterday at Wells Fargo Center. It's a 2-1 win for the Flyers over the Isles. Isles have been playing pretty good hockey of late, and the Flyers come away with a squeaker, and they'll take it in the debut of Owen Tippett. And he was impressive in the game. He's got a lot of jump, can skate, saw that shot, and the willingness to take it on several occasions. He ended up with two shots on goal in the game and a guy that uh, got power play time as well. 4.56 of power play time of his 14.38 on the ice was on the man advantage. So uh, Owen Tippett, good debut, could have had an assist, didn't have it. You heard the highlight there. Tim mentioned it, but uh, ended up hitting Travis Konechny. He picked up the assist on the second Kevin Hayes goal, but that willingness to shoot the puck. You have a guy in Cam Atkinson that's got that willingness to shoot the puck. Another guy now in Owen Tippett. And the scouting reports in his draft year back in 2017, that was the number one thing, the number one skill was elite sniper, elite scorer. He's done it at every level. Just hasn't put it together at the NHL level just yet, but a new start here in Philadelphia and a lot of opportunity. And you just seeing him uh, and, you know, interacting with him downstairs, he looks very excited for this opportunity. Just couldn't quite find the path in Florida. It's a really good team with a lot of depth. The path is clear here in Philadelphia. And then just getting in the night before from the Charlotte Checkers to being turned around in, in a Flyers jersey, on the ice, in a game, and getting power play time, almost five minutes of it, that's going to get the guy, that's going to get the the player motivated even more. So Owen Tippett, good debut for the Flyers, and again, I love seeing that willingness to shoot. He's got a big body too, and he can move up and down the ice. Good skater. So uh, looking forward to seeing how he does uh, as a member of the Flyers going forward. A couple other guys really stuck out to me in the game. I'll get to the goaltending because it was excellent at both ends of the ice, but Kevin Hayes looks like a different Kevin Hayes. He looks like the Kevin Hayes that we saw a couple of years ago. You can see it in the way he's skating. You can see it in his ability to protect the puck. And when you're skating and moving as well as he is without, you know, kind of playing through pain or discomfort or any of that stuff, his ability to distribute the puck and get the spots on the ice is so much better. And he looks incredibly better than he looked at, obviously, any time earlier this season, when he first came back in the beginning of the season, it was like, woofa, he can't really move. And that obviously looks a lot different now. And even last year, when he was dealing with the original injury, core injury, uh, he was limited as well. So getting Kevin Hayes back into an area where he feels comfortable and getting his game back, you know, commensurate to what it was back in the 1920 season, is a huge thing for the Flyers. And great to see, because he looks like an absolutely different player. And 
You know, with Claude Giroux gone now, he is a very important player for this Flyers team. So getting him back to that level is paramount. Uh, also in the game, you know, Ivan Provorov has caught a lot of shrapnel and been highly criticized this year. I thought he was excellent defensively in the game. He didn't do anything flashy, didn't need to. Uh, after the first period, the Islanders had 13 shots in the first period. Then the rest of the way, the Islanders in the game had a total of 14 more. They finished with 27. And I thought the Flyers, and especially Ivan Provorov, were great at keeping them to the outside and shot suppression. Something they did in 1920 really well is shot suppression. And again, you know that I'm not a huge believer that the amount of shots is a big deal. But when you're suppressing shots to that level, like they did in this game against the Islanders, and like they did in 1920, where in 1920, they averaged giving up 28.7 shots a game. They gave up the least amount of shots per game that season. And in this game, just keeping everything to the outside, and you say, hey, if you guys want the puck out there, if you want to doodle around with it, Matthew Barzell, go ahead. You're not going to you're not going to cause me any problems until you get inside the dots. And I thought the Flyers did a real good job of that. I thought Ivan Provorov played an excellent game. Travis Sanham, I think, once again played a really good game. But the whole line of Kevin Hayes, Travis Konechny, and Joel Farabee, um, they seem to really be clicking right now. Travis Konechny, great vision just to get his head up and find Hayes on that first goal. Uh, Farabee as well, a great tenacious kind of, you know, Back pressure play in the Islander zone causes the first goal because Sebastian Ajo gets by him, but Farabee doesn't give up on it. He gets right on his horse and then is able to tie up his stick, and that's when Ajo loses the puck to Konechny, who then gets it to Hayes, who, who bangs it home. And Ilya Sorokin, the goaltender for the Islanders, he was great in the game. Uh, so the Flyers' full value for being able to, to get the two goals on him. And at the other end, Carter Hart once again. I mean, the goalie gives up in this game is a double deflection, first off the leg of Zach McEwen, then off, I believe, the hip of Patrick Brown. So a double deflection on a blast from the point. Not much you can do as a goaltender. You're just kind of hoping that puck hits you. Um, It didn't. It went in. Uh, But he stopped every other offering the Islanders had, and they had some good scoring chances. Even though they only had 27 shots, they had a pretty good amount of decent chances in the game. And Hart just answered the bell. Just looks so comfortable back there and reading plays, anticipating where the threats are and where they're going to be, and is just moving so well and efficient, getting to his spots on his edges and having the full arsenal save selection at his disposal. Again, he just looks like such a different goalie from last year. I, last year, I think, was a lot environment, broke him down, but the way he's rebounded this year has been so impressive. And, you know, we talked about it in yesterday's episode about teams that are trying to rebuild or retool successful teams. They all have the the one common ingredient, and that's goaltending. And that's one thing the Flyers have. So as far away as you may think the team is, having that element is a huge step in the right direction. And uh, it, it, I just can't say enough about the way he's played this season. But I do think it's very important that, you know, we have – There's 20 games left in this season. That's all we have left. So I think it's important that he finishes it on a strong note as well. Now, the deadline is today. We'll see what happens. Justin Braun uh, will be likely be moved uh, by 3 o'clock this afternoon. We'll see about Martin Jones or Derek Broussard. I realize when you listen to this, some of that might be done. We're recording this on Sunday uh, evening late. So we'll see what happens today and where the chips fall. 
I don't anticipate to see any of those hockey trades. Watch what happened now, and you'll listen to this and go, you're an idiot. What happened? Uh, I don't anticipate that. I think that's more offseason, but we'll see what goes down today. And then, you know, as the dust settles past 3 o'clock today, you know what you have for the rest of the year. And you try and create some bad habits, build some culture, uh, build some identity, go into the offseason feeling a little bit better about uh, the, the future and where each individual player fits into it or doesn't fit into it, and move forward. That's the, that's what the, the team has to do. So these games are important, and we'll see how it plays out. And the Flyers are getting set to jump out on a five-game road trip. That was the last home game of the month of March. So they're going to be in Detroit on Tuesday, 7.30 puck drop there, and St. Louis on Thursday. Then on Friday, it's Colorado to take on the Avalanche. Then Sunday, the Nashville Predators. And then Tuesday, the 29th, it'll be the Minnesota Wild. Then the Flyers will return home to take on the Toronto Maple Leafs on April 2nd. So Owen Tippett made his debut. He also made his debut on the Flyers broadcast network. It's Tim Saunders and Steve Coates caught up with him after the game. And here's that conversation. Newest Flyer is in lineup today. Owen Tippett coming over from Florida in the trade for Claude Giroux. He had a great first game. He was all over this afternoon, and Coatsy had a couple of great scoring chances. He's joined us downstairs. Owen, talk about your first uh, game here in Philadelphia. It had to feel pretty good, and you seem like you had a pretty effective first game in a Flyer uniform. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, obviously, every time you get the win, it, uh, it makes it even better. But, no, I think, you know, the guys were really great this morning when I got to the rink, and uh, it was a pretty seamless transition. What were your thoughts when you first found out that you had been traded to the Philadelphia Flyers? I was excited. I mean, obviously, you see the history of the, the organization, and anytime you get a chance to join an organization like this and, and get a fresh start, it's, it's a great opportunity. You kind of knew this was coming because you were being held out of the lineup in Charlotte knowing that a trade was possible, so it's been a little while since you played a game, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, last week they held me out a couple games, so I kind of saw it coming, but, um, you know, just, just great to get back in the lineup and, and get playing again. Oh, and you've got great numbers in the American League. Um, it's been a little harder to come by in the NHL. What is it you think you can bring to this squad that will be successful? I think just being more confident, holding on to pucks, and, and using uh, my size to my advantage. I mean, obviously using my speed and, and my shot to get inside those, those dangerous areas and, and just get pucks on net. Well, if today is any indication, I think the Flyers are excited about what's to come and another redhead. In the la- I think this team leads the league in redhead. <laughs> You could be, you could be. Uh, I don't know if you've met Wade Allison, but Allison. you guys, I think, are separated at birth. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that a couple times. A soon-to-be teammate. Well, Owen, yeah. congrats on the win in your first game in the Flyer uniform. We look for plenty more to come. Thank you very much. Owen Tippett with a good debut for the Flyers, and one of the guys that had a good game for the Flyers was Travis Konechny, and I had a chance to catch up with TK after the game as well. Talk about the chemistry your line has right now with Joel Farabee and Kevin Hayes. Yeah, I mean, it was good. Uh, We'll probably go back and, and notice that there's a lot of things we can clean up, but um, you know, once we get the puck, we seem to be able to find each other and just you know get in, get into good spots, and uh, seems to be working. When, when you guys not only are playing well, but you're getting production, that'll help build the confidence as well for you, won't it? Yeah, I mean that always helps, but I think the the main thing is just if we clean up our game and we feel like we're not giving up a whole lot and we're playing with the puck more, it's it's just a big confidence builder to try more things and you know get into more scoring opportunities. Getting back here today after what's obviously been you know a lot of noise around you guys throughout the week, did it feel good to just kind of move forward here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the only option right now. You just got to keep going and uh, keep trying to improve as a team and. Um, 
there's obviously been a lot of emotions in the last couple of days and, and even into tomorrow, but uh, I mean, it is what it is. Um, just got to keep pushing, got to keep doing what the coaches are asking us to do and just build the winning atmosphere. You guys are going to win a five-game road trip. Good for you guys to get on the road at this time, get out of town a little bit and kind of come together as a group uh, post-deadline? Yeah, it'll, it'll be good. Um, I mean, guys always, you know, look forward to hanging out, but it's also a long road trip away from the family. So um, bittersweet, but, it, I mean, it'll be good to get on the road and, you know, get tippy mixed in with the guys. It'll be good. Uh, TK, thanks for doing this. Thank you. Mike Yo said in his post-game press conference that he had a conversation uh, with several of the young players saying, you know, with Giroux gone now, uh, it's time to take on some more leadership. And two of the guys he cited were Travis Konechny and Joel Farabee. And if that conversation resonated, they showed it in their play. Because Mike Yo at one point talked about, you can play the way you want to play, or you can play hockey the winning way. And the play that Joel Farabee makes picking Sebastian Ajo's pocket for that first goal by Kevin Hayes, that's winning hockey, not giving up on the play, creating back pressure. And that's what the Flyers did, and they came away with a win. It was a good win. They'll look to continue that coming up on Tuesday in Detroit against the Red Wings, who beat the Flyers in that home-and-home on both ends of it earlier this season. All right, that's going to put a wrap on this edition of Flyers Daily. Everybody have a great day. Uh, We're going to probably have uh, our own conversation with Owen Tippett on tomorrow's episode, talking to Chuck Fletcher after the trade deadline as well. Bill Meltzer coming up this week once again, too. So lots to discuss. So join us tomorrow on another brand-new edition of Flyers Daily. We get-